Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is Thursday afternoon. We are almost to the weekend, a weekend that is going to bring us a breath of fall. It is going to feel so great here this weekend. I've screwed on the air. We've got a lot to talk about considering uh, all that happened yesterday and still trending on our website, www.com, also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page, or you can comment about it. Uh, Republicans finally get it. MAGA is coming for them, too. Yeah, we talked about the radical right wing Republicans in in the House led by people like uh, Matt Gates. You know, we've talked about this on the show for a couple of years now, and finally it's uh, starting to get the attention because they exposed themselves yesterday and what they did with uh, Kevin McCarthy, or the other day with what they did with Kevin McCarthy. Anyway, so um, that's on the, on the website. Also, um, do you pray? Do you pray to God that the Saints win a game? And what if they lose? Did, did God not answer your prayers, or, or was God for the other team? We'll talk a little bit about that coming up a little bit later in the show. All right. Yesterday on the show, a caller mentioned something about his employees coming to him and they wanted to raise. They talked about the high price of groceries and they wanted to raise. He said, I can't give you a raise. He owns a business in the French Quarter and he blamed the Biden administration for declining business. He blamed the Biden administration for the the economy, which is terrible. Is the economy really terrible? I would think, first of all, if you have a, a business in the French Quarter, uh, more than Biden, uh, Mayor Cantrell and the city of New Orleans are impacting your business. Crime is impacting your business. People are not coming to the French Quarter because of Joe Biden. And I'm not defending Joe Biden. I'm just laying this out. It's a problem with the city. And there are people who want to just automatically blame somebody for for something and uh, republicans conservatives no matter what happens they're going to blame the democrat or in this case joe biden for the problem but how bad is the economy Uh, jason brooks is uh, a money reporter for kcbs and cbs radio news and he joins us on wwl jason welcome to the show good to speak with you scoot all right jason so how bad is the economy uh, the economy is clearly slowing down. I uh, wouldn't call it bad. Of course, that depends on personal circumstances. Some people could find themselves in a financial situation that sucks, while many others are doing well. 
economic growth has clearly slowed down to about 2% in 2023, but not hitting a recession like many had feared as interest rates have surged to more than two-decade highs. Uh, But we are expecting the economy to continue slowing down into 2024. The Fed's updated economic forecast calling for 1.5% growth next year. That's still a soft landing for the Fed, but of course it's going to be a close call. We could see it go into negative territory. Now, now James and I have Jason and I have never talked, so you know what what Jason says is I, I have no idea what he's going to say. So it, it, I don't know. He might totally disagree with me. We'll we'll find out. We don't we don't set up guests that just support what uh, what uh, I, I might think. We set up guests who are experts in in a particular area. So um so Jason, um how much can the president be blamed for the economy? Uh, the president is clearly going to have policy impacts on the economy, but it goes well beyond just a president. They're the clear target. I don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican. They're going to take credit for any successes, and they're going to get all the blame for any problems. Uh, you, you've got a global economy in play right now, and that's been the case for quite some time. And there are many levers at play, and, and we're still feeling the effects coming out of the pandemic. You had emergency moves by the Federal Reserve, by the Treasury Department, in order to prop up the economy after it was shut down in the spring of 2020. And that's why we have interest rates where they are right now. Uh, you know, Good luck trying to get into a home somewhere. Mortgage rates are high, home prices are high, and that's going to be a problem. The, the one thing that has really helped out the economy has been the labor market. Uh, we're seeing unemployment claims of around 200,000. That is historically low. We're still seeing job gains, although they have cooled off in recent months. We do get a September job support tomorrow. That's going to be key and also for the Fed. Now, as long as the labor market remains strong and unemployment is low, uh, people can take any hits in the economy a little bit better than if they aren't. If we see unemployment start to rise rapidly, then we'll really start to see economic problems come to fore. And, and I'm, not, I'm not picking on this caller that called yesterday in particular, but he, he, he mentioned a lot of things that people mention. And, you know, there are things that people learn from social media, whether it's liberal or conservative, and there's just a lot of conservative social media out there. They're, they're, they're telling people what to believe, and, and some of it may or may not be true. But um, how much did Biden shutting down? We hear that the gas prices are high and the economy is bad because Biden shut down the pipeline. How much did that have to do with oil prices? Uh, That's going to have a modest impact on the price of oil. You've also got uh, a new five-year oil leasing plan, uh, offshore lease plan, that's only calling for three sales over the next five years. That's down dramatically from previous five-year plans that ranged anywhere from about a dozen to about 40 sales. Now, the oil industry is bemoaning that, and they say that's that's going to further hurt U.S. supplies, and that will push up the price of oil. Uh, President Biden doing that move because he wants to increase the amount of offshore wind programs to bring the U.S. to a carbon-neutral stance in 2050. Uh, One thing is clear, U.S. crude supplies are low. They've been dropping in recent weeks. They're at their lowest level since last year. Uh, Price of oil pushed over 
$490 last week for the first time in 2023. But it's not just because of U.S. oil supplies. You've got OPEC that's been cutting back on output over the past several months dramatically. They're going to keep doing that, and that's diminished global supplies, which has pushed up the price of oil. You've got heavier demand in India and China, and when you've got lower supplies and high demand, that pushes up the overall price of oil for all of us. All right, if you're just tuning in, I'm Scoot, and we're talking to uh, Jason Brooks. He is a money reporter for KCBS and CBS uh, Radio News, and we're talking about the economy. And it came up on the show yesterday. Um, a caller was talking about his business, and employees wanted a raise. He couldn't give them a raise, and he really blamed uh, Biden for that. Uh, I mentioned that if you have a, a business in the French Quarter, the, the, the city and crime in the city may have a bigger impact on your business than, than, than Biden. But um, Jason is talking to us just about the economy in, in general and things like oil prices and the pipeline. Pipeline. And so the pipeline uh, that Biden shut down did have a moderate uh, impact on on gas prices, on oil prices, right? Absolutely. Uh, there was a moderate impact. Can't put it beyond that, though. Uh, there's a lot of drilling that's still taking place. Uh, and an interesting facet of all of this is that in August, uh, when it comes to U.S. international trade, the U.S. exported one and a half billion dollars worth of oil and it imported one and a half billion dollars worth of crude oil. So uh, an even exchange in that regard. Uh, it's, it's easy to blame one facet on an increase in prices, but yet there are, there are dozens of reasons behind any of that. And the big one right now, I mean, the really big one is just that OPEC has cut production and you've got demand that has bounced back big time in China. Uh, China's COVID uh, restrictions were much more severe. They lasted much longer. And that economy only started to really reopen this past year, albeit very slowly. But they have been drinking up as much oil as possible in the past several months, along with India. And that high demand with those low supplies has got those gas prices up. I'm telling you, around the Bay Area here, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find a gallon of gas for below $6. Wow. And we've actually gotten a break in recent days, down about 20 cents a gallon. So, yeah, we feel the pain. Yeah, Jason is in the San Francisco Bay Area. I filled up uh, the other day, and it was a uh, four nineteen. I, I used premium oh, in, in my car, but it's a uh, four nineteen, which you know it's it's a lot for our area, but it's uh, cheap for you guys. Yeah, I think I did it uh, six nineteen the other day, and I I was actually upset because I noticed uh, the day before it was fifteen cents less, and I'm like, I think I can go one more day before filling up, and yeah, yeah I I paid a price for waiting. The price of groceries are high. Who's to blame for that? Well, that goes along with everything else when it comes to inflation. Uh, groceries are more expensive in part because fuel prices are more expensive. It costs more to ship groceries from the distribution point to various stores. Uh, we have seen food prices come down significantly in the past year. That has been one aspect of inflation that has shown some improvement, albeit prices for food for 2021 and 2022 absolutely skyrocketed. So even though prices have come down in the past year, they're still not where they were a couple of years ago. Uh, gas prices are a major problem, though. Uh, since August, they have risen considerably, and gas prices made up over half of the overall consumer price index inflation gain in the month of August. And gas prices cited by people for a big reason why consumer confidence fell to a four-month low last month. Uh, so as long as gas prices and food remain relatively high, that is going to be a problem for most Americans. Right, Jason, so the, the oil companies are, um, I, I've read some of the oil companies are making record profits at a, at a time when gas prices are up. You know, whatever the situation is, they got to be loving the current situation. 
Yeah, the, the oil companies, Exxon, Chevron, ConocoPhillips, have done extremely well over the past couple of years of oil prices. Now, when you think of oil prices pulling back earlier in the year, that was a bit of a problem for them, but they have come back. Uh, stocks in those companies have done well, uh, although over the past couple of days we've seen a bit of a pullback with the price of oil and massive profits to go along with that. And that will clearly be a target for many people out there when the oil companies are able to get massive profits while gas prices are going up. The oil companies say they need that money in order to reinvest in, into exploration and refining and, and things of that nature, but that's not going to go over well with most people when they're filling up at the tank and it's costing them a pretty penny. Are the oil companies greedy? I mean, if they're making record profits and we're paying more for gas, uh, is there any any concept of uh, passing their record profits on to us to keep the price of gas down a little bit? Well, I don't think you're going to see that from the oil companies. Uh, you know, when it comes to corporations, the key thing for them is pleasing shareholders, and shareholders want to see bigger profits. They want to see the stock go up, so that's what they're going to go for. Uh, naturally, you'll have government leaders call on uh, you know profits to be diminished and be passing that on to consumers. That's something that always goes over well with the voters, but I don't think you're going to see anything right now that's, that's going to compel the oil companies to uh, cut the price of fuel that's sold to gas dealers. Is there anything consumers can do? Do consumers have any power when it comes to um, contributing to the economy? When it comes to contributing to the economy, well, uh, let's say, I mean, let's say, uh, let's say um, could consumers do anything to bring prices down? Uh, is the supply and demand uh, part of the equation? Well, it certainly is. And I mean, if you're talking about and specifically the price of oil, certainly uh, if people start driving less, the demand will go down. When demand goes down, the supplies tend to increase. That affects the overall price of oil. Uh, of course, you know, people start driving rapidly again after that. You'll see it go back up. But that that is one thing people could do. But it takes a tremendous effort for most people to do that. You've got to, you know, restrict the amount of times you drive. You've got to carpool, take public transportation, or your next car that you buy, you make an electric, that kind of thing. And we're seeing an increase in that. Uh, EV sales, I believe, in the second quarter of this year made up about 7% of overall U.S. vehicle sales. It's still a small number overall but one that is steadily increasing. Jason, I know people who have turned the idea of driving an electric car into a political issue. Um, electric cars are, are new. Some people love them. Not everybody has to have them. Uh, you're not going to be forced to buy an electric car. How much is the emphasis on uh, EV uh, vehicles? How much is this affecting the economy? Well, it's clearly the future of motorized transportation. Uh, we know that we're not going to be using fossil fuels forever to get around, and this is something that has been going on for quite some time, and that momentum is increasing. It's still a small part of it. I think you are seeing people who do make that move. They're basing it off of their thoughts on the environment and try to stop global warming, uh, but it, it's a very small move still. It's going to take a lot. The charging networks around the country are still at a very early stage. Uh, it takes a while to charge the cars. These Technologies are improving and growing and, and uh, being dis uh, deployed more rapidly, but it's still taking some time, and it's not as convenient as it is to just go fill up at the gas station and on your way in your combustible engine. Uh, 
But it is a movement that is taking place and will continue and will become a bigger part of the economy. And, Scoot, I, I hate to cut you short here. I, I didn't realize we'd uh, be talking so long, but I've got a uh, live here on KCBS in about two minutes. i got to get ready for it. Go ahead. Jason Brooks is a money reporter for KCBS and CBS Radio. Thanks for your time. You bet. Good talking with you. Yeah, nice talking to you, too. I didn't know we were going to go so long either, but uh, the conversation just went on. I had questions to, uh, to ask, but I, uh, it's a really interesting interesting information. Uh, Ian Hook is our senior producer. He is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir. And to you as well. How are we today? Good, good. Any text messages yes. coming in? Here's a text from James on the North Shore who says, A lot of the Republicans and conservatives that are bitching about the economy and money are taxing themselves by supporting Donald Trump's defense fund. I don't want to hear them crying. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's really fascinating to just watch all this political maneuvering taking place and, and to see who wants to blame who for, for what. And, you know, it's all about politics. You know, um, President Biden is now being criticized because he's waiving environmental laws. No, you're not. There's nothing wrong with your radio. President Biden is waiving environmental laws to build a new border wall because it has reached such an urgent state. Crazy. Uh, here's a text that says, I don't see all the bad economy some people are talking about. I think it's election time and they want to paint doom and gloom so they can say they can make it better. I'm an artist and my sales closely follow the economy and I've been doing amazing. That is really great. It's great to hear. Yeah, man. People who work in like, I don't know if you sell, I got a friend who sells paintings in Jackson Square and I know a bunch yeah. of people in the service industry and if they're making money, that means that people who come here have disposable income yes. to spend on that kind of stuff, which is, you know, anecdotal, but it is what it is. Here's a text that says, OK, so Trump said Mexico is paying for the wall and didn't. Now who's paying for the wall that's not needed, according to the current administration? Just saying. I don't know. It's also confusing, but Chaos, it's man. interesting that, you know, Biden will be criticized for building the wall. Because he said when he took office, he wasn't going to build a wall. He wasn't going to build another inch of the wall or something dramatic to that effect. I, as a, and I, I think you probably feel the same way as observers of political goings on. This is a wild one because this is screwing up everybody's oh, yeah. messaging. You know yes. what I mean? It's like nobody knows quite what to say about this. You'd think that Republicans and conservatives would sort of say, yes, thank you, Biden. This is what we always wanted. Maybe you're a hypocrite. Maybe you made this campaign <laughs> promise, but they are dunking on him. And Democrats, meanwhile, going, what, what are you doing? We, just, we said we weren't going to do that. And here you are doing it. You know, it's interesting that you can want somebody, you, you can criticize somebody for not doing something. And then when they do it, you criticize and for doing it. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's, it's stop doing that. You know, when somebody when you've been begging for somebody to do something for 10, 15, 20 years and then they do it, you don't slap their hand away. Yeah. That's a bad way to get the rest of the loaf. Come on. And let me mention this one more time. Biden is waiving environmental laws to build a new border wall, signaling a shift on immigration policy. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Open Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. We've been talking about the economy because yesterday a caller said he was just with his business in the French Quarter. He's having a horrible time, and it's because of Biden. I'm not sure Biden is completely to blame. And look, and I'm not one to, I'm not one to defend Biden. You know, but I, I'm here to just, you know, be as honest as I can about some of these issues because 
There are so many radio shows across the country, and there's Fox News, and we talk about it all the time. There is so much right-wing rhetoric that there's got to be an alternative somewhere, and I'm glad that we can provide it here on WWL. I'm Scoot on the Air, and we'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And so who are you hating today? I'm screwed on the air. It's ugly kid Joe. So Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan's the guy that doesn't wear a sports jacket 95% of the time. He's the guy, he's the guy with the shirt and the tie, and sometimes he's got his sleeves rolled up, and it's like he's presenting himself as the blue-collar representative. So here's a guy who has been all about dividing. He has been a Trump sycophant, a Trump ass kicker from the very, very beginning. And I guess he still is. But suddenly he's showing a different side. He wants to bring everybody together. It's crazy. So I mean, what, what is he? Is he the person he was before? Or is he the person he is now? And this just goes to show you what chameleon, what chameleons the, the politicians are. They change. They totally change who they are based on what they want. And the, the voters are just too oblivious to even notice these dramatic changes. Hannity has endorsed Jim Jordan as speaker, but it's not much of an endorsement because he says, eh, it's the best option I think we have. All right, be listening for the Stevie Nicks Song of the Day. You've got a chance when you hear that song of the day to register to win tickets to see Stevie Nicks at the Smoothie King Center Wednesday, February the 28th. Be listening for that. Could come at any time. And you will go to our website, www.com slash contest with an S to register to win. All right, so yesterday we talked a lot about all of this, but Kevin McCarthy's ouster as House uh, Speaker leaves Republicans without a clear leader. And this could cost even more. McCarthy has been the GOP's best fundraiser, flying around the country to raise mountains of campaign cash and recruit candidates, while that was seen as a negative by Matt Gates, who led the push to oust him. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Some Republicans are wondering if anyone can take McCarthy's place as a fundraising dynamo as they try to keep their slim majority next year. McCarthy was to headline the national. National Republican Congressional Committee's fall gala, which has now been postponed. Sagar Magani, Washington. I, I would consider Louisiana Congressman Garrett Graves to be a very, very strong, devout Republican. He says Matt Gates has really screwed this up. Matt Gates just got schooled by AOC and others. He was totally manipulated into doing this. There were eight so-called Republicans that got together with 208 Democrats to oust the Republican speaker. I mean, I can't believe he's that stupid to be used to be manipulated by AOC and others to, to create this outcome. So the politicians came together and the government did not shut down. But President Biden really is staying out of the argument right now over a House speaker. But he does hope that House Republicans can get their blank together before the government risks another shutdown in a few weeks. The House will now reorganize and select a new speaker. I know it's going to take some time, but I remind everyone 
We have a lot of work. We have a lot of work to do, and the American people expect us to get it done. We cannot and should not uh, again be faced with an 11th-hour decision on brinksmanship that threatens uh, to shut down the government. And we know what we have to do. We and we got we have to get it done in a timely fashion. More than anything, we need to change the poisonous atmosphere in Washington. You know, we have strong disagreements, but we need to stop seeing each other as enemies. We need to talk to one another, listen to one another, work with one another, and we can do that. Well, they could do it, but they're not going to. And I mean, all of that sounds really nice and it's flowery speech and let's all, you know, we need to work. It's not going to happen. And in part, it's the fault of Americans, the voters, because we're so dedicated to cheering for our side that we don't encourage them to compromise. We want our side to dig in deep. And man, don't you compromise with those people. Man, you stand your ground. And yet then we, we the voters, complain about lack of compromise. We're hypocritical, too. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Nobody won the Powerball jackpot. Now it's the third largest in game history. Uh, where is it? Uh, over $1.4 billion. The winning numbers last night were 9, 35, 54, 63, 64, Powerball 1. Who would have picked those numbers? Nobody. And nobody did. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's October. We're seeing Halloween decorations everywhere. The song is My Girlfriend is a Witch. Not a song about Officer Vappi. I'm Scoot on the air. <laughs> Glad you're with us. Catholic University political science professor says there's no game plan for interim speaker Patrick McHenry. Did you see this guy? I mean, this guy looks like a, a male librarian. Anyway, uh, he says he's just making it up as he goes along. Because we've never had someone in this role before, it's really unclear how much authority they have. We're really sort of flying blind here, and, and every day that McHenry does something or doesn't do something is effectively setting a new precedent. And Green says that both frontrunners, Scalise and uh, Jim Jordan, um, for the speakership, they've uh, they've got their distinct advantages. Jim Jordan has run for leadership before, and he usually can count on the support of the most conservative members of the party, particularly members of the House Freedom Caucus, which is this conservative caucus in the party. But he's struggled to expand his support beyond that. Scalise is also very conservative. However, he is in leadership and um, has established probably a wider network of support within the conference. But anyone who takes that gavel is going to face the exact same challenges that McCarthy did, and that is to manage both the extreme radical wing and the established wing with a razor-thin majority. I guarantee you the eight members who voted against McCarthy this week will not vote to change the rule to make it harder for them to do what they just did. 
Okay, let's get to a few calls. Let's go to Metairie. Michael, you're on WWL. Thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. Hey, Scoot, how you doing? I'm good. First of all, uh, my right-wing friends are all blaming Joe Biden for the, uh, uh, the uh, bad economy they, they claim it's bad. Uh, so I took a lot of economics courses, and I told them, let me do some research on this and get back to you. And I, by the way, who do you think is the great, had the great economy? Oh, say Ronald Reagan. St. Ronald Reagan. I said, okay, let's get back. So I compared this year's unemployment and inflation rate with Reagan at the best of his time in 1985. Reagan's unemployment uh, rate was 7.0. Joe's is 3.5, twice as good. Uh, Reagan's inflation rate was 3.5. Joe is slightly higher at 3.6. You can look all of that up. Wow. And, of course, uh, they, they don't like Michael, I appreciate the deep dive into those uh, those stats. It's um, it's interesting. I mean, in a lot of ways, the economy is not as bad as some people want you to believe, but that's their job. If you are a Republican conservative and you want to get rid of Joe Biden, then you have to make it seem like anything that's wrong with the economy is Joe Biden's fault. Some of it is. Some of it isn't. Let's go to Joe and Metairie. Hey, Joe. Hey, I would kind of opine on the same thing that that gentleman was just talking about. Uh, You know, the economy is not horrible right now, uh, but inflation is high. It's coming down. Um, But, you know, you alluded to anything that comes through Fox News is 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 rhetoric and a talking point. I'm curious, do you think there's anything that's fact that comes through Fox News? Oh, sure. And for that matter, and for that matter, on the on the flip side. CNN is everything they say is that fact. It seems like you're very biased against Fox News. Certainly, there has to be some fact there. Like you've said for a year, and I've talked to you several times on it. The border, the people pouring across the border, and you say, "Oh, it's a, you told me I have it on recording on my phone." You say, "Oh, it's a Fox News uh, talking point." Do you still believe the border is a Fox News talking point, well, or do we have a, a, a fourth? I don't. Point? I don't know the context in which I said that, Joe, and um, it's not fair to just take that. I mean, because I might have said uh, it's a Fox News talking point when it comes to exaggerating the border. I don't know. It might. I might have said that's a Fox News talking point when it comes to making it seem like every criminal that comes into this country is from across the border or every crime is committed from somebody who comes across the border. So you're taking it totally out of context. And so I, I can't uh, I can't comment on that. All right. Let's go to Ian with a couple of your text messages. I really like that answer. It's not it's not just all propaganda and talking points, but there is a lot of exaggerating going on. Right. But there there are facts on Fox News and facts on CNN and facts on MSNBC. I have never said that that's not the case, but they are Fox News in particular and MSNBC and CNN, too. uh, They're 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 pushing an agenda. They have a right to do it. But we have a right to comment on what they do. Here's a text that says, uh, oh, let's start with this one. Oh, this is about the border wall. The money that they are using was already allocated under the Trump administration in 2019. That's part of the reason it could not be used for anything else. 
Well, I just think it's interesting that the Biden administration is uh, approving construction of this new um, wall barricade or, or whatever because things have gotten so bad and things are really bad. But he is um, he's waiving environmental laws to do it. We're not even talking about where the money came from. Just the idea that Joe Biden is waiving environmental laws is an interesting thing. I'm not telling you that this is going to solve the problem. I'm just saying it's interesting. Biden even says it's not going to solve the problem. They just asked him in the Oval an hour ago, do you think this is going to have any effect on immigration? And he said no, but it's against the law for the Biden administration administration to not spend this money on this specific project. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line 504-260-1870. A lot to talk about. Uh, Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about the uh, Apple AirTags. People are using them to track their kids. And some people think that this might be in place of a babysitter, and that's not a good idea. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll tell you about that. But, man, when it comes to this political talk, I mean, aren't there times that you just want to tell somebody to just shut up? All right. Also, um, should, should the food commercials for fast food restaurants, should they match the food that were actually served? Yeah, we'll talk about that in the next hour, too. I'm Scoot on the air. A lot more still to come. Thanks for being with us. Thursday afternoon, heading for the weekend, and it's going to be a cool one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.